Good morning and welcome to Simply Startups. It's Monday, January 29th. On today's show, ProcurePro secures $6.15 million in Series A funding for UK expansion, while the University of South Australia offers a scale-up pathway for space startups with $10,000 equity-free. Plus, Sony takes a bold bet on an African gaming startup to boost PlayStation's reach in the continent. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Startups. We start off with news from the construction industry, as Queensland-based procurement platform ProcurePro has raised $6.15 million in its first external funding round. The startup plans to use the funds to accelerate its growth in the UK and consolidate its market-leading position in Australia and New Zealand. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about ProcurePro and its recent funding round? Certainly, David. ProcurePro was founded in Brisbane in 2021 by a team with backgrounds in law, construction management, software development, and product design. It now has 40 staff across Australia and New Zealand. The recent funding round was backed by Airtree and industry expert Lee Jasper through his VC fund Sunil Ventures. The funds will be used to fuel the company's expansion into the UK, a key market for them. Interesting. And what exactly does ProcurePro do? ProcurePro provides a digital platform that consolidates over 15 procurement processes traditionally managed with Excel, Word, and thousands of emails. This gives construction firms more control over their supply chain, providing visibility, consistency, and control in half the usual procurement time. The CEO of ProcurePro, Alistair Blenkin, has stated that around 80% of project costs for a head contractor are spent on procuring specialist subcontractors, so speed is key to avoiding cost escalation. That sounds like a significant time saver. Can you tell us about the impact ProcurePro has had since its launch? Since its launch, ProcurePro has been used in more than 1,000 projects worth $30 billion in Australia and New Zealand. The startup claims to have saved 200,000 hours in construction admin since launching 2.5 years ago, and their goal is to save 1 billion hours. In fact, co-founders Tim Rogers and Alistair Blenken have already signed up projects worth nearly $600 million within weeks of setting up shop in the UK. Impressive indeed. What does the future hold for ProcurePro? ProcurePro aims to address the inefficiencies in procurement, which is mission critical to setting up projects for success. Blenken believes that technology for procurement has been overlooked and the use of legacy systems is widespread, presenting a significant opportunity on a global scale. With the recent funding and the company's ambitious goals, ProcurePro is poised for significant growth. Celeste, thanks for the insights on that promising startup. Speaking of startups, let's shift our focus to the University of South Australia's Innovation and Collaboration Centre, ICC, and Australian Centre for Business Growth, AUCBG, who have joined forces to offer space startups a fully funded scale-up program which includes $10,000 in equity-free funding. This initiative, backed by the South Australian government, is designed to support later-stage startups ready to scale. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this program, Bella? Certainly, David. 
the six-month growth ramp scale-up program is targeted at startups with between five to 11 employees who are eager to scale. The program aims to help these startups refine their product market fit, identify their optimal customer base, determine the best strategies for growth, and hire executive teams. It's an extension of the ICC's Venture Catalyst Space Program, which has supported 36 space startups since 2018, helping them raise over $31 million in additional investment and create more than 220 new space jobs. That's quite impressive. What's the rationale behind this new program? As ICC Deputy Director Craig Joan pointed out, there's an increasing demand for timely and tailored support for emerging businesses. The Venture Catalyst Space Program has been instrumental in nurturing space innovators, helping them test their products, refine business models, and secure their first customers. The Growth Ramp Program is designed to provide a clear pathway for these ventures to transform into scalable and thriving businesses. Can you give us an example of a startup that's currently part of this accelerator program? Sure. One example is Adelaide startup AIcraft. They've developed ultra-compact, high-speed, low-power embedded AI solutions for space applications. They recently signed a Memorandum of Understanding with Program Alumni ResearchSat to use their edge computing technology. This technology enables data processing at greater speeds and volumes, which will assist with biological and scientific experiments in orbit. And how do the startups view this scale-up program? AIcraft CEO Tony Scaleri believes that the scale-up program could significantly boost investment potential. He mentioned that building a company is a journey, and having a program that helps CEOs consolidate and discover how to best scale up their operations is a crucial part of that journey. He also noted that some investors only consider companies that are ready for scaling up and can prove their growth path. The mentorship of experts through this program will provide the guidance to build awareness, avoid pitfalls, and focus on strategic elements for growth to the next level. That's insightful. When can startups apply for this program? Applications for the 2024 Venture Catalyst Space Program are now open and will close on Sunday, 17th of March. Startups can apply via the ICC website. For more details on the Growth Ramp Space Pathway, they can visit the AUCBG website. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, shifting our focus to the gaming industry, Sony has made a strategic investment in African gaming startup Carry First, marking a significant bet on the growth of Africa's video game industry. The details of the partnership between Sony and Carry First are still being explored, but it's likely to include collaboration on certain games and growing the PlayStation brand in Africa. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Startups. Indeed, David. This investment by Sony into Carry First, a video game studio based in Cape Town, South Africa, is a clear indication of Sony's confidence in Africa's gaming industry. The deal is a strategic one, with both companies set to partner on a range of commercial opportunities. What led to this partnership between Sony and Carry First? Cordell Robin Coker, CEO and co-founder of Carry First, said that talks with the Sony Innovation Fund began about eight to nine months ago. His pitch to Sony was that Africa is the next big market for growth in video games. He cited countries like Nigeria, Morocco, and Algeria as places where console adoption is rising significantly. What does this mean for the PlayStation brand in Africa? One aspect of Carry First's partnership with Sony is about helping Sony expand PlayStation's footprint in Africa. 
Sony is betting that Africa will be the next major market to drive growth in PS5 sales. Carryfust's localized payment service PayOnst could play a crucial role in this, allowing African gamers to buy games using local infrastructure, bank accounts, and payment methods. What about Carryfust's own game development? Carryfust, which was founded in 2018, specializes in developing mainly social and casual puzzle-based mobile games for an African audience. While it currently only makes and scales games for other clients, the company is planning to develop its own original titles this year, with development underway on three new games. What can you tell us about Carry First's financial growth? Carry First is still an early-stage startup, but its growth has been impressive in recent years. The company says its revenues climbed nearly ninefold between 2021 and 2023. It's also worth noting that Carry First has attracted a number of venture backers, including Andreessen Horowitz, Bitcraft Ventures, Google, Riot Games, and rapper Nas, with $60 million of funding to date. Thanks for the insights, James. Speaking of startups, let's shift our focus to Japan, where venture capital funds available for investment in startups have hit a record high. According to British research firm Prekin, the amount reached $9.7 billion at the end of 2023, marking a 10% increase from the previous year. Here to delve deeper into this topic is our correspondent. Can you tell us more about this development and its potential impact on the Japanese startup ecosystem? Certainly, David. This increase in available venture capital signifies a robust growth in the Japanese startup ecosystem. It's the largest year-end amount ever recorded which indicates a strong interest from investors in Japanese startups. This could potentially accelerate technological innovations in various fields, particularly artificial intelligence and decarbonization. That's quite significant. Can you explain how this increase in venture capital might influence technological innovations? Absolutely. Venture capital plays a crucial role in fostering innovation. It provides startups with the necessary funds to develop and refine their technologies, hire skilled personnel, and expand their operations. With more venture capital available, startups in Japan will have greater resources to invest in research and development, particularly in cutting-edge fields like artificial intelligence and decarbonization. This could lead to the emergence of new, innovative solutions in these areas. And how does this development fit into the broader context of the global startup ecosystem. This development is reflective of a broader global trend of increasing venture capital investment in startups. It's a sign that investors are recognizing the potential of startups to drive technological innovation and economic growth. However, it's worth noting that while Japan's venture capital pool is growing, it still lags behind other major economies like the US and China. Nonetheless, this increase is a positive sign for Japan's startup ecosystem. Indeed, it's a positive development, and we'll be keeping an eye on how this increased venture capital funding impacts the Japanese startup scene. Thanks for that, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Startups. We'll see you back here tomorrow.